everybody, and welcome to These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 215 for the week of June 4th, 2012. Welcome, everybody. We are here back again with Roy, and here's Doug with what we're going to do this week. Hey, everybody. This week, we're going to be doing uh, summer happenings. I think that's what I called it when I put the notes together. Uh, so basically, it's going to be a lot of stuff that's happening throughout the parks um, uh, over the summer. So that's uh, the short and sweet of it, and we'll be back. So uh, we're back, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some news first before we hit into the summer stuff. And this, just to put a word in uh, about the uh, summer stuff, we kind of came across this when we were discussing with Roy about, what was that show we were doing? Uh, Annual Pass. We were talking about the Annual Pass. Actually, it was even before that. Uh, We decided to do an Annual Pass show after that show, and now we thought the summer stuff needs to be covered as well. And then since then, it's been about a month ago that Disney released the summer stuff. But anyway... Uh, they also recently released the Food and Wine Festival information, so we're just going to talk about that, and hopefully Doug will give you some more reviews besides just saying, mmm, that was good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'm not mm. chewing, so we're, we should be pretty good, so <laughs> go ahead, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh. More food. More food, more please. Food. More food. Uh, yeah, if you want to listen back to... Uh, Back when we did the Food and Wine Festival, the 15th anniversary of the Food and Wine Festival, show number 129 uh, goes through, it's like almost an hour show of just live reviews of uh, stuff when we, Doug and I were down there together. All what, 28 places, I think. All, yeah, it was I think a, they have 27 a, this year, but 28 that year. Really? Mm. Yeah. And wow. we hit them all. Because okay. I remember saying we hit like a wall at about 18, and that was at the two-day mark on the second day. We hit a wall at about yeah. the 18th place, and we were like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, actually, didn't we skip? We skipped like America, though. Yeah, we yeah. skipped America. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, all they had was like a buffalo burger, and we were like, no, 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 no. I <laughs> yeah. yeah, we could pass that up. I know yeah. what a hamburger so. tastes like. So. All right. So, you want to go with it? Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, so we're gonna yeah chat here uh, about the food and wine festival coming up. The dates will be from September 28th through November 12th. That's 46 days that this thing's gonna be going on. Uh, if you've not been to it before, the general layout is, is they uh, every country, pretty much every country will offer uh, small samples up of the, of the things that they do. On top of that, they'll also add in kiosks for countries that aren't in, that don't have currently have pavilions within the World Showcase. So uh, most most places offer up each sample for anywhere from three dollars to five bucks, wouldn't you say? Yeah, around there. Um, some of them are great portions, sometimes they're small portions. Everything that we ate that was pretty good. I don't remember eating um, anything that was bad. I kid you not, it's literally, and we didn't ta- uh, do any alcohol or anything, but literally the, your taste buds are like so extreme. You go from one end to the other end and it's all amazing food, freshly prepared. They do it right out there in the kiosk. You can smell it before you get there. It's just amazing. Like, and that, well, that's one of the things they tried to do. Was it last year they tried to prepare the food at the kiosk yeah. more so than they had before? Oh, because I think in years past they tried to do some there, but they they were forced to do some inside. Mm-hmm. I, I, I believe. Have, have you what? been to this before? Food yeah, one? it was yeah. Okay. Yeah, a few times. So, it was a bit ago though before they made some of these changes. Um, yeah. But when we were there, they had like the uh, 
It's just like silver pans, kind of like cafeteria style with a warmer. Storm, almost like a Chipotle when they're serving you. And it was all right there and they would like throw it together and do that. So, yeah, so some of it was, stuff. it was fresher, but it wasn't like cooked. Why? Some of them did have like a grill like behind the mm -hmm. counter that they were grilling. So you did get close to fresh, but that's interesting. I'd be yeah, curious yeah. to hear. Uh, once again, so. too, one of the best ways to do this was to buy a gift card that's reloadable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that has a little wrist lanyard thing uh, and you can wear that. And everywhere you go, you can load it up with money each day or during the day if you wish. And technically, you give them each stand that you go to, you give them that card, they scan it, you move on, you always have a receipt to show how much you have left on the card. Uh, that seemed like a, we had other gift cards that we had purchased, but right. that, that seemed like a, it was a really interesting kind of well, quick and efficient way to too, I think, still, yeah. still play a part. Mm -hmm. And of course, unfortunately, with the, the quick service, you don't get two snacks anymore, which was nice. So you only have one snack to play with a day. So it just depends on how many nights you trip. Yeah, because I remember we even talked about that at the time, and we thought, wow, we, there was no way that we would do dining oh, for this because, right. but technically, if yeah, you got it, it's fine. But I yeah. wouldn't buy it to use. Yeah, for the food. yeah. And our mission at the time was to hit all the kiosks, mm -hmm. and if you're going to only be there a couple <laughs> days, <laughs> you have to go for a month. Have oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, there's seriously. an idea. But anyway, I think. Of all the festivals and everything that goes on in Walt Disney World, one of my top right there. Yeah. Okay. Line, now, so. and some touring tips too for this. Um, Adam and I found out that earlier in the day, up until let's see, probably five o'clock, it's really not bad as far as crowd size and stuff like that. Um, but then it just was nuts well, after about five or six o'clock because all the locals come over mm. to eat. You got to remember when we were there, opening day was Friday. Yeah, and we were there Friday. Friday, and so like five o'clock Friday is like rush hour, literally. And that was the most I had ever seen oh, cars. They were parked in the grass in Epcot. The parking lot was full and they had to park in the grass. I was like, that's, that's bit, crazy. That's that is way crowded. And Epcot's a big park. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, so that's something to keep in mind for future reference. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's throw in, uh, of course there's going to be a lot of different places that you can stop and eat along the way. Uh, for those of you who have been there before, you know that they always add something new every year to it. This year they're going to be adding the Terra, that's T-E-R-R-A Marketplace. Uh, it offers a vegan menu, menu including, uh, we were talking about this ahead of time, what this might be, tricking, chicken, curry. Uh, with basmati rice and chili Colorado with house-made chips and cashew cheese. And what's the other one? Did you follow along? The Florida Marketplace, which introduces fresh <coughs> twists on regional flavors. Uh, and then there are more than 25 ethnic and regional marketplaces in all. So it's interesting how they're kind of bringing in some different stuff. I know that there's a lot of other podcasters out there, and, and Disney's got this uh, health requests lately you know people want to have healthier foods when they go to the parks I think this is just another answer to offer a variety and I think about uh, just the fact that like we went the last time and Patty can't have peanuts and so we're asking about peanuts and the brownies and the chef came yeah, out to introduce oil. it and all that stuff it was just amazing how they were catered to that and I think this is just another response to that to just to be able to give you another option for anybody that's interested in that kind of stuff. So. Well, yeah, and I'd just throw in there that if you do have food allergies, don't be scared of going and eating at Disney because they, they want to bend over backwards to help her mm -hmm. be, you know, feel good about what she was going to order and eat. Yeah, and there's good alternatives, too. If you, I mean, if you want burger and fries, there's burgers and fries. 
There's some good burgers and fries. Man, there was some <coughs> Pecos Bills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, but that's not Epcot. So. <laughs> yeah, that's not Epcot. Yeah. But um, um, there's other good stuff too. So anyway. So And something else new that they have, I think it's new, was uh, it says kid-friendly tastes. Uh, kids of all ages can try inventive new sips during the family's marketplace dine-around. Pair with yummy bites like uh, beef empanadas and cheese fondue. Those are both new this year. Uh, so anyway, I don't remember seeing something like that before. I remember thinking at the time, well, this is all pretty much adult-based, and so I remember somebody who sat beside us when we were waiting for illuminations, and the, here all of this food is everywhere, and the woman said, I just want hot dogs for my kids. That's mm -hmm. what they want. And so I remember her having to truck around and get hot dogs. Interesting. This. You know, if I could find it, because we were recording. Oh, if you can find the audio? Yeah, I, I'm going to see if I can find the audio, okay. because she, she was great. She was mm -hmm. a not great southern woman, and just really was there to take care of her kids, and she said that's what mattered to her. And mm -hmm. darn it, she spent a hundred bucks, but she found them hot dogs. That's what bucks. she said. Uh, so I kind of find the audio now. So. I have a question. What, what, what's an empanada? Uh, is that okay? We had that at, I forget what station that was at. <laughs> You're making me think back. Yeah, is it tortilla with, uh, can I have chicken? I don't remember. Wrapped in it? See, that's horrible. We'll, we'll come back to that. In fact, well, hey, you got the net, look it I'll up. I'll tell you what it is. I was oh! Okay. It's a stuffed bread or pastry, baked or fried, in many countries in Western Europe. Okay. I can't believe you didn't know that. Well, uh -huh. I forget. There were it, it so looks many. just like an empanada. I'll never forget. It looks the... like the sopa pia. But if like. I don't know what an empanada is, how would I know what it looks I, like? I know. Uh, <laughs> I'll never forget. What was that thing called from Poland? The oh, yeah. Nopka. Galapka. Galapka. Oh, man. It looked horrible, but it, it was just really was, good. It was beef wrapped in like this lettuce. Cabbage. Uh, cabbage round tube yeah. and it was real dark green and you're like oh what is that thing? yeah it looked like but it was I amazing go into it, if, yeah. somebody, if yeah. somebody's eating right no, now no, no, listening no. to this they're gonna up check if i go into what it really looked like right it tasted fantastic you know what the, what was the other thing we got there it was uh, enchilada and it was a corn wrapped and it wrapped in the that corn was in hot. mexico yeah it was in mexico that was yeah. probably one of the best things that we ate there definitely definitely that so the most wrapped in the husk of, of corn yeah. yeah how'd you eat it but we just cut right through the husk it was it was soft you, as anything. Do you eat the husk? Yeah, you yeah. could eat the whole thing. Because it was like a, you know what a chimichanga is? Yeah. It was like a chimichanga, but like that, the husk was the chimichanga. Well, they had they had those at, at an event I was at a month or so ago, and I tried to eat one, and it must not have been cooked right because there was it wasn't happening. Yeah, oh. I had to like take the husk off and eat what was inside. No, this there was, was no way. Well, it was no. really good. It's just a leaf. It's one of the husk. few places yeah, that we talked I must about. Have got a thick one because there was it was wow. it was not. Well, they gave one. us just cheap. <laughs> it was one of the few places that we talked about getting a second helping of it. Really? That remember how good yeah. Italy was? Italy yeah. was really good. So. Italy, the, yeah. Yeah, listen back to that show if you haven't heard it. And I know that we've gotten some new listeners lately that's going back to listen to all our old shows. Check it out. 129 one of the best oh, foods it ever. It was really great it makes my stuff. Makes my, my yeah. mouth water. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm just kind of getting excited. All right, we're, we're getting on a tangent here, <laughs> so let's just jump well, that through. that never happens. Yeah. All right, so along with the food and wine, there's the Eat to the Beat concert series, and we're going to just jump through these bands because uh, there's tons of them. We can... Uh, Doug could give you the uh, behind the music VH1 yeah. session for each one of these bands. Catch but. my other show, baby, when you want to find out about the rest of the music and today, yesterday, and always. Uh, anyway. October uh, 11th and 12th is Smash Mouth. Uh, then we have Javier Colon, the winner of The Voice, October 13th and 14th. There's 18 different bands. Blues Traveler, November 15th, 5th through the 6th. Uh, 
Dennis DeYoung, uh, original member of Styx, November 7th through the 8th. Night Ranger, September 28th through the 30th. Uh, Boys and Men, The Pointer Sisters, Sister Hazel, Big Bag, Voodoo, Daddy, and... <laughs> I was waiting for that one. Yeah. And what else we got here? Um, that's it. That's it. For okay. Fans, yeah. Okay. Then there's some more stuff about the food and wine and HGTV. Which yeah, HGTV—they're always there. They always, always have some do something special. Elaborate setup. Uh, it's one of the so. few times too during the year that they'll open up the Wonders of Life Pavilion, I believe. Yeah. They have stuff that goes on over in there. So if you have haven't seen it in years, head up that way. Yeah, go through it. Don't do like I did and say, yeah, it's not worth it. But don't get in line for body wars. No. Right. Yeah. Or well, you can, but I don't, <laughs> you'll be in line for a long time. <laughs> Wow. Hey, can I get a fast pass to that? Alright, so I think with that, you want to take a break right now and then we'll jump back through? Or Yeah, yeah that's fine. We'll take a break. Alright, so we'll be back after a short break and maybe you might even hear some audio that Doug might throw in here from uh, some illuminations and hot dog stuff. So, yeah. Anyway, alright. Alright, we're back, and uh, yeah, so here we go, we're going to talk about some summer event news and different things coming out this summer, um, and the first thing that was just announced, we're recording a little early this week, uh, on Disney's blog, they announced some stuff about the new Brave Pixar movie, and Doug's going to take it away uh, talking about that. So for this we'll actually be back into Epcot, uh, this is going to take place between June 1st until July the 8th says Epcot will host the Highland Games Tournament. Young guests will be able to become immersed in the world of Disney Pixar movie Brave with fun activities, a playground, sculptures, and more. Uh, the interactive area, we're not sure, we were all trying to figure out where this is going to be at. Who knows, maybe it'll be up around the Wonder Stuff Life Pavilion. It's going to be something you'll have to just look for as you go in. Anyway, it's going to have interactive games like um, Archery, Mini Caber Toss, uh, Haggis Flip, which is, that's interesting. Um, I guess it has to do with the movie Brave, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's like I'm a sure Scottish it does. type movie? Yeah. Okay, good. It. All right. Uh, a chance to spin the clan wheel and rubber rhine, uh, run, rune stone. Special giveaway of a set of postcards, arts and crafts area. Uh, a kid's playground with Wi-Fi for the parents. Nice. I think this, is, this could be a testing ground for something like could that. Could be. Um, anyway, yeah, we can give a story on that too. We'll, Maybe later. Okay. There I go on one of my randomness. I'm really trying to control <laughs> that, everybody. But Okay, anyway, um, so it says uh, all the fun will take place along the Rose Walk, okay, night, where Future World blends into World Showcase. So there, there's it. That's oh, the area. Yeah, I know exactly okay, the Rose where that's walk. at. Okay, yeah. where those fountains and stuff are. Yeah. And, well, yeah. Okay, yeah. The, it's yeah. Um, Rose is the, the It's exactly. like, it's well, right, not a very big area. If you think of um, Club, Club Cool. Club Cool, Club yes, Cool. Exactly. It's behind Club Cool between that and the monorail line. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a big area. Yeah, it's a pretty big area. You just it's a, it's a good cut through if you're trying to cut through. But yeah, cool. Okay. All right, so that's kind of where that's going to be at. Uh, since it just came out, really, the information just came out today, I believe. Uh, there's not a ton of information on it. Uh, other than that, so it does look like it'll be something else for the kids to do in the parks over the summer. And they do have a picture of it, and the movie comes out June 22nd in 3D. In select theaters, well, maybe nation, maybe yeah. nationwide. Yeah, I would think so. Um, and the picture of the sand thing looks awesome. It's like a, it's a really 
I don't know, how high is that sculpture? At least a couple of feet. And it looks like it's built up on like greeneries around it and stuff. So, anyway, something to check out if you're going to be in there uh, during the summer. Okay, so now we'll lead into um, what I was talking about at the beginning, uh, how uh, Disney had this uh, press event on April 29th. Uh, during the week of April 29th, they invited a bunch of press. Um, we, we spoke about it when they first announced it on our show about a month ago. Um, but we just wanted to cover a couple of the things, and I just wanted to get you, some of your guys' opinions, what you think, too. And so this was called the Summer to Remember Media Event. Uh, the biggest, some of the biggest announcements coming from that area are uh, the fact that this summer, in July of 2012, the second half of Dumbo, the Flying Elephant, will be open, along with Casey's Junior Splash and Soak Station. And if you watch any videos, they've opened half of, I guess you could call it half of Storybook Circus, or most of Storybook Circus, yeah. because they've yeah. got Goofy's Ride open, they've got half of Dumbo open, they have the train station open, and the restrooms open, and the only thing that's really is Casey's Junior Splash Soak Station. Well, then, I think with and Dumbo, there's supposed to be an entire... Um... Is there supposed to be a cover or something that's supposed to go over that? Well, that's what the queue's going to be. It's going to be like, uh, it's not going to be a line. So, technically, I mean, when they say that the other one will be open, I take it that means everything will be open? I would, I would guess. Yeah. So it's supposed to have some new interactive way of, of fast pass to it or right. something, correct? Yeah. But we're going to find out. Oh, so. well, maybe so. that's, huh, that's interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, because they did that testing a while back. We heard... Rumors about it at Rock and Roller Coaster, they were doing some testing. Yeah, because of in the, the queue area. In that queue area. Yeah, not in the line queue, but actually they had it out in the courtyard right. of Rock yeah. and Roller Coaster. Somehow, somehow you signed up or got a ticket or whatever and had time to hang out and interact with stuff was all around you, though. Right. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. And the awesome thing about it is, Doug will be down there in September to be able to check it out and give us some firsthand knowledge. Of, uh, get some audio, whatever. Maybe I don't. I'm curious how they announce. Do they like tell this you? Okay, be, eight tickets, you know, and yeah. how you get in. And, It'd be completely foreign, yeah. which is good because sometimes I find myself going, "Okay, well, I've done all this, and so mm -hmm. let's sure let's find something else new that's happening." Sure, so this will be it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, something else coming. Um, it's not this summer. I don't know. I guess it's they. You know, it's very sketchy on when they're going to open this. Well, it says right here By under the, the sea. Journey of the Little Mermaid, Enchanted Tales with Belle, Be Our Guest Restaurant, and Gaston's Tavern, and Ariel's Grotto will open in time for the holidays. So, November. it's sketchy, but could be November, could be December. I, I would imagine at least by December. Uh, and then the Be Our Guest Restaurant will feature beautiful chandeliers and murals from the popular movie. And when they announced it, they put some of this stuff on the blog. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff, videos yeah. and stuff yeah. up on the blog. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 12-foot chandelier. Yeah. Yeah. Put tall chandelier in there. Yeah. yeah, they actually went by frame by frame in in the movie to try to capture exactly how it was designed, and so it's interesting. And there's gonna be, I think they said, is it nine waterfalls, separate waterfalls within that land? Oh, in the new area. Interesting. Cool. Yeah, it, that'd be soothing. It, yeah, it looks like pretty water. well. Oh, well, plus there's trees, which yeah, you know they said a lot of trees. A lot. Apparently, yeah, it's like a forest. apparently a the forest. construction you're looking at now is not even close to how many trees are going to be right. there because they they put those in later when everything's done, you know. So, uh, a bit of sad news, I guess you could say. One of the main e-ticket attractions of Fantasyland, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train ride, will not open until 2014. Originally, they had planned on completely getting 2013 being the time of uh, Fantasyland finishing. Well. Unfortunately, that one has now extended. 
We're not sure how long yet. We'll obviously get more info as it gets closer. Um, and then they finally, uh, this has actually been going on, and I we can actually Just, talk about this. Yeah. If you got, I don't, I saw some There's YouTube video videos. up online already. Yeah. All right, so the summer version of the nighttime castle projection show called the Mac, the Magic, the Memories, and You debuted on May 25th, featuring Disney Channel stars Phineas and Ferb, along with uh, surfing Goofy, Timon and Pumbaa, and Ariel, Sebastian, and the Hot Crustacean Band at the bottom of the ocean, uh, all incorporated into this Man, thing. Man, Phineas and Ferb is huge there. Right now, I, I just, I mean, I've seen the show. I, I, I've seen it some time ago. I just didn't expect everywhere that I went when I was in the park, so I did, what, a month and a half ago or yeah. so, um, every kid, it seemed like, had Trinity's and Ferb merchandise on them. Mm -hmm. yep. So they're doing gangbusters with that. Yeah. I've never seen it. You haven't? You it's should. okay. I, it's, mean, I need to check it out, but I, I've, I've not seen it. Okay. Perry the it's Platypus on Netflix. Is funny. I mean, One, it's on Netflix. Two, we started watching it just for fun, and it it's really... It's got some adult humor, like they mm -hmm. make fun. They do. They throw some Star Wars jokes in there that mm -hmm. little kids would not get. Yeah. Things like that. That's it's pretty cool. But then they put they ridiculousness it. in it too. The kids do get. It. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh -huh. Perry too, just kind of is the bridge that kind of hooks everything together. The pet. Perry pla the platypus. They have a pet plat platypus that's uh -huh. a secret agent. Uh -huh. he, every episode he stores away and goes to save the world, and the kids don't know that. Oh. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome and, yeah. yeah, Perry is funny, and so that's the merchandise that I kept seeing was Perry. Everybody okay. had Perry hats, uh -huh. and it, well, the shirt. I don't know if you've seen the shirt, but it's just a blue shirt with his eyes and his bill. Really? That's all it is. It's yeah, just, cool. it's just funny. So that's cool. All right, that show is also debuted at Disneyland as well uh, on May twenty fifth. Yeah, and the um, vi there's video online. It's awesome. And the stuff. Yeah, and the, the and we spoke about this when I first announced it. The Disneyland version is uh, obviously uh, projected onto the Small World attraction. The Walt Disney World version is projected onto Cinderella's Castle. So, from what I understand and from the video I've seen, the scenery is amazing. The video. Uh, yeah, no, the, I couldn't believe the, that the clarity, how bright and what is it I want to say? Vibrant. The colors were mm -hmm. when they were broadcast onto the castle. Yeah, I. I was blown away. I actually, it looked like they had painted the castle. The only what? thing you could tell Did was you see start. it in September? Huh? No, 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 no. I've seen it online. There's video out online. Just, so how different is this new version than what we saw in September? Well, there's this, there's like the whole, the, they're added all these characters, but like, for example, during the uh, Sebastian and his crustacean band and they're singing that, the scenery turns into this lush jungle and there's a waterfall flowing from the top mm -hmm. of the castle down. The like, difference is, is that it's, it's animated, and the stuff mm -hmm. that they did months ago was people's films and pictures, mm -hmm. and so you know a lot of them. They can yeah, there's some out. animation, just, just not near as right. much as maybe. Well, on and that. this is because of the color animation uh -huh. and the high definition of it. Yeah, it's, yeah. But, and, and I'll just yeah, you can check it out on YouTube now even. Um, but the one of the coolest things is the fact that like it starts off with like a it's just a facade of the castle overlaid onto the castle, so it looks like a castle, mm -hmm. and then it like it's almost like you pull. You pull it back yeah. and it like wobbles and yeah. you like see it I know, moving. I love it when they do stuff. And like it looks that. like so cool, like the castle's actually morphing and uh -huh. stuff. And uh -huh. and then it goes in, you know, the different scenes. See, and they and figured they and worked stuff. some of that out. I remember seeing Tower of Terror open the video of it oh, open yeah. in Paris. Yeah. And the, oh, see like this that. huge hand reach out and rip the like the wrapper off of the building. Yeah. And oh. then there's stuff like and this was, looking out of how windows. How long ago was that? That, well, was, that was like two years ago at least. least. Two or three. Yeah, and I was thinking, man, that technology could be awesome in our parks. Well, now here now it is. It's here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, it's 
good stuff. Anyway, um, that's that's a great thing to check out, and I believe I'm not. We're not sure how long it's gonna last. I think I announced that last time, but who knows? It may not be there. Right by up the time. until about the week before I get there. Yeah, right. probably. probably. <laughs> so, anyway, that's usually how it works. Just a bit outside. Yeah. Okay. Uh, during during this press event, they also announced that Epcot, Epcot's test track will undergo a number of changes. Which really? it's down now. Yeah. It's down now. And now they just uh, two. I thought at first they were going to open in September. Now I've heard that that's been pushed back to November. Okay. Which maybe, maybe they'll have a repeat of when they actually opened it. <laughs> I was going to because we 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 went down I think three it'll trips. It'll just keep being it was put supposed off. to be open the first <laughs> one and it was never open. It's funny. I think it I think it was 1997 and then it went to 1998. And then finally in 1999 yeah, is when it was, it was unbelievable. like, it was like, oh my goodness. You know, you take the monorail around there, I was like, oh, it's not open yet. Uh, <laughs> Darn it. That's funny. <laughs> the long tease. Yeah. Three years. Wow. So uh, we spoke a little bit about that. Um, similar, not, I don't know if it's similar technology, but projections onto the cars and the fact that it's, you can create your own car and stuff and uh, it should be pretty neat. Hopefully it, I think the queue has changed a bit and different things so yeah. I'm excited to hear about it's that. It's down here in our notes but I'm just gonna bring it up now too. The Big Thunder has reopened now for anybody who's been there and it was closed so it's reopened. Great. I, don't, I, ne I haven't heard about don't them know doing what. anything amazing to it. Uh, there were questions at the time about what they were going to do in the queue but I don't think they really changed anything. It was just freshening stuff up. Could have been some safety issues too. Maybe yeah. Could have been. Yeah. yeah actually um, there was a, a five, five pound branch that fell from the tree of life. I read. Um, it just was over the bug's life, bug thing, like the actual tree of life, but it was a five pound branch, so I don't know. But they're they're checking on that safety, and it's it's netted around there, so there nothing's closed now. Wow, for, I, didn't, I didn't read anything about yeah, that. Yeah, I read that. Uh, Tree's or, starting to fall down. A week or two ago, <laughs> and I'm thinking... I wasn't supposed to Yeah. Uh oh second, Wait a second. Uh, a hurricane blows through, and this tree can stand that, but a, uh, you know... Yeah. So anyway, we're not. Maybe yeah, that's not a good thing. Probably yeah. some kid climbed up and was hanging on. That's yeah. true. Uh -huh. <laughs> it wasn't made to withstand 40 pounds of weight downward, but so anyway. All right, and then finally, this week, um, actually for us, it's today is May 31st, but now you can officially go and check out Disney's Art of Animation Resort, offering 1,120 um, suites designed after the animated hit films. Finding Nemo, Cars, and the Lion King, and then 864 rooms inspired by The Little Mermaid. Each section will open in phases. We spoke about this before, but just to give you the dates again, Finding Nemo is Family Suites are now open. Cars Family Suites, the next one, which looks awesome. We've seen some photos. June 18th, which is right in line with the June, I think it's 15th, when Cars Land's opening over in uh, Disneyland. Lion King, August 10th, and then Little Mermaid, September 15th. So most of those will be open when Doug gets down yeah, there and we'll be able to... Cars, family suites, I mean, not even the suites, but the land there. Mm -hmm. We just looked at a picture of it before we fired up the recorder here, and it looks really cool. Yeah. Well, and the Little Mermaid are, looks like they're the standard range. Yeah. So, yes. Sweet. Yeah, those would be, what, the 894 they talked about? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. And for those, in, in case you're wondering, Doug is actually staying at the Pop Century Resort when he goes down in September. You can walk right out the back of Pop Century across the bridge, and you're there at the animation, so it's not that big a deal. If now I know why around. Roy put me there. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So that I go across the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some pictures. Go check it out. We need news. Yeah, we need news. Anyway. Um, and then we've got some news about the Disney Cruise Line, which is kind of a fun little thing. 
Um, so, Pixar Animation Studios is joining, obviously it's Disney, is going to be on a specialized Disney cruise. They're doing, starting, um, they announced this on May 30th, Disney's Cruise Line is now offering a seven-night California coastal voyage this fall. And basically what they're doing is they have uh, characters from Pixar, it's a Pixar themed ride, but it's going to go uh, along the coast of California. Um, artists and filmmakers from Pixar Animation Studios will provide an inside look at the creative process used to develop the animated feature, and which includes a, lo a look at the making of Pixar's newest release, Brave, and a sneak peek at footage of future Pixar films. Uh, there's storyboards, character sketches, environment paintings, uh, all kinds of stuff that's going to be there available that's not a normal Disney cruise, which I think this kind of sounds cool. Um, there's going to be a Finding Nemo 3D a theatrical premiere that's going to happen. That's kind of cool. And don't skip, yeah, guests will be able to enjoy the entire Pixar library of films while on board. Yep. And so then, yeah, they'll, they'll see um, the Finding Nemo 3D then while they're on the ship. So. Um, it includes uh, two theaters equipped with the state-of-the-art Dolby 3D projected systems. And for the first time, more than a dozen Pixar characters will meet with and greet with guests throughout the cruise, including Mr. Incredible, Remy, Woody, Jesse, and Buzz Lightyear, and there will be special Pixar-themed dance parties in the atrium lobby and a host of other opportunities for guests to reconnect with their favorite Pixar pals. Uh, so, these are only limited times. They'll probably do something, I'm sure, will they expand this if, if they feel it, it needs to be. But, uh, Coastal Cruises set sail on four dates here. September 16th, September 23rd, September 30th, and October 7th, 7th from the Port of Los Angeles. So, just some short little things there uh, even though I'm wondering what the price is but if you have any questions about that I'm sure we can get prices for you if you're interested because Roy's got all the inside info when it comes to that kind of stuff. He's the man. <laughs> um, also I know we're gonna hit the voicemail here in a second but I wanted to jump down to the Disneyland at the bottom of our notes here. Uh, Cars Land special opportunity. So Disneyland uh, annual pass holders and D23 members have a special opportunity to experience Cars Land and the Buena Vista Street before they open on June 15th. Um, I believe uh, it says here that you can go to d23.com right now for event times and to purchase tickets for the opportunities on June 9th and 10th. However, I saw a blog post that what, what, well, there was a number. There's a certain number of bloggers that actually got to go in and do this already. And it's posted on the blog. It's like a picture of, I don't know, 66 of them or something like really? that. Yeah, they're all in there and they're like, they're checking out Cars Land. It was pretty cool. You can flip through some of the photos on the blog. Uh, once again, DisneyParks.com slash blog. Got some great information out there. But um, yeah, I just saw that and I was thinking, oh, that's pretty cool. Okay. Um, and are you, okay. Speaking of Disneyland and tickets and annual passes and all that. Yeah. Their tickets prices now are, have been raised to I think it's $125 a day for Hopper, which is what it costs basically at Disney World. Uh, their and that's pass. not a Hopper. That's not a Hopper at Disney World. You don't get a Hopper at Disney World for a one day, I believe. Right, right. right. Well, they're there at least, yeah, so single day is 125 there. Um, uh, they also raised the price of their annual pass, $150. Wow. The wow. annual pass. Um, more. Yeah. More. $150 more, yeah. So it's about $500 now, which means it's coming real close to competing with the price of the Disney World. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's quite a bit of money. I was listening to some Disneyland podcasters talk about that. And, but even at that, a lot of them were still saying when they were asked, 
would you still do it? You see, a lot of the people that buy them out there are locals, and there are a ton of locals. Most of the people you find in the parks out there are locals. So even for them, to pay um, $500 for the pass is not really that bad of a deal mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because they can go there every single day. Right? Yeah. And so I think uh, I've heard people, I've heard all different ways of people talking about it, but really, um, I think they're testing the market. Uh, they just invested a billion dollars out there. And so at this point, they've got to test the market to see what it'll take as far as how how much can we raise prices mm -hmm. and try to recoup some of the money that we've spent. Yeah. And at the same time, and I think that a lot of locals may take this as an insult, but they're trying to thin out some of that local crowd because mm -hmm. right now there's no room for tourists to come in. Mm -hmm. But you, We've heard how many times last year uh, they had to shut the gates to that place at 11 o'clock in the morning because it was full. Yeah. Yeah. And then they open them, of course, periodically throughout the day. Sure. But if you've traveled from Ohio to California to go to Disneyland and you can't get your kids in because the place is locked out, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, no doubt. Um, no doubt. So hey, anyway. I, hey, I pulled up uh, the cruise and uh, for a family of four, two adults, two kids, you could do a cruise inside stateroom for a little over $2,500. For four? For four. And that's the seven night cruise? Yeah. That's, wow. It's actually six night. Oh, it's yeah. six night. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's just an inside stateroom. And so that's it goes up from there. Is and that, where's the sailing again from the Port of Los Angeles? It's just up the coast. Okay. So you're not really going. I don't think you're going anywhere. Um, kind of like that coastal thing they're doing in New York. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Although that, yeah, this one says seven night on the blog. It says seven night. So you're so that's at sea, you stop in San Francisco. Okay. And then you're back. You do you're stop in San Francisco? Yeah. Wow. On the on the fourth fourth day, you're in. Actually, you spend the night in San Francisco. Are you kidding? You, start, you go there. And you, <laughs> you, you're there at 8 a.m. one day, and the next day you leave at 10:30. My wife would really evening. like to go to San Francisco. I, in case I anybody knew is, you were going to say in that. In case anybody's wondering why. Well, but, yeah. you want me to run a quote for two? Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, there's no way. She I, there's no way I could books. be on that ship and not have my granddaughter on that ship with all these characters. Yeah. She's the first of all the kids that I've had around. My kids. My kids, and now my grandkids. She's the first one who enjoys the characters. Mm -hmm. and she is a Disney nut. Which is, is fantastic for me, but all yeah. the rest of my kids are like, yeah, it's great, Dad. Okay, just mellow out, mellow out. Yeah. But she is, yeah, That's she's a blessing. two years old and she can't get enough of it. Yeah. So she has a good time with all of it. So, yeah, that's that's a big deal. Yep. Um, cool. So there you go. If you want some more information on that, um, I would encourage you to email us and ask for more information. I, I always forget to say this, but we are... We work with MEI Travel, Mouse Fan Travel, and Universal Fan Travel. It's same companies, but different websites. Um, Roy is available to fit your every needs. And uh, I know I haven't announced this before, um, but Roy is taking on a different occupation. It doesn't look like you're going to renew, right? But yeah, I'll, I'll be active with MEI through the end of the year, but uh, I'm going to have to devote all of my time to this new, new position. New position, but that doesn't mean we aren't still working with them. We have uh, close agent that we are going to be continuing to talk with from anything that we're doing so if you guys are interested in anything and that is anything group related any uh whatever anything quote related uh we can definitely get you that information and book it for you and absolutely. help you absolutely absolutely so um yeah just to, i just might, we might as well go into the new voicemail while yeah, we're talking about this well. because it's contact information if you're interested in doing anything if you want to just let us know how the show's going or whatever um 
You can always email us, podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. If you're not on your email or you don't have email access or you just want to send us a note, you can go to the contact tab on our website, put in some information and let us know. Put Obviously put some information that we can contact you. There's a phone number if you want us to call you back or whatever. Otherwise, it's just a random comment, which is fine too. We'll, we'll take random comments. Uh, and then, Or you can connect with us on any of our uh, whatever, social media, uh, at Amazing Places on Twitter, flickr.com slash photos slash these amazing places for photos and downloads and connect with us, with us there. YouTube.com slash these amazing places. Uh, we've got a lot of videos out there. And am I missing anything? iTunes. Did you do iTunes? iTunes. We're, of course, on iTunes. Always want reviews on iTunes. We've got a few. We're always looking for more. So. Sure. And uh, I believe there's some random stuff that we'll be doing, like um, occasionally we're throwing up live stuff on Ustream, Ustream.tv, um, and I don't know. There's random stuff that Doug will find out. Uh, and speaking of the random stuff, we also got, we used to have an old voicemail line, and it had an extension. It was, it was free. so complicated. It was complicated. The call to... was like 27 digits later. <laughs> okay, I'm finally through. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to yeah. say. What the heck did I want to say to, who have I called? <laughs> anyway. All right. So, this, we, yeah, so this we... one's so you can program into your phone and call it. Yeah. If you're in the parks, we'd love to hear from you or whatever. Okay, that number is 740, area code 740-616-8660, or it's 8TM, wait, it's, oh, I'm sorry, or it's 740-616-TMM0, everybody wants to know what TMM is, it's the mouse moment. If you ever look up themousemoment.com, you're going to find our Disney-only website. We we hardly ever even announce that it's out there, but yeah. it is there. Um yeah, I was just talking. I, I want to make some major changes to it at some point, but for now, it's there. If you just want to hear just Disney-related material, then that's the place to go to. Anyway, one more time, 740-616-8660. So give us a shout-out there. We'll post it on our uh, website as well. I'll change that number up there because we've got the old voicemail number in the contact page that you can call. I mean, we would love to get questions, too. Questions, because there's... We always try to come up with as many variations and questions on things that we can, but there's always stuff out there that there's no way that, even in our vast geniuses, that we can come up with. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. All right, on that note. Um, anyway. All right. Any, before we take a break to close out the show, do you guys have any things else you want to add in relation to this summer and the exciting things that are going on? Um, I know it's hot there in Florida already. Yeah. They've been topping 90 every day for 10 straight days, I think, now. And so as we head into the summer, wow, just make sure. We did a show on make it. Make sure you take your sunblock. Make sure you take some way to keep shaded. Uh, get, use your extra magic hours in the morning and take your break in the middle of the day. We, we did a show on it called um, something about Beat the Heat in Disney World where we gave ideas of specific attractions to check out, uh, times to go, taking the shortcut through Main Street through the shops and the air conditioning, stuff like that. They, oh, the companion bathrooms, I think, was a yeah, large part was, of it. That was a large part. <laughs> Doug, yeah. Doug was like half the show, companion bathrooms. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah that was a random statement. I, I think you like those, out. don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and I'm not saying everybody just go and use them, but if you have a family... Um, and don't, of course, they're really there a lot of times too for people that are in wheelchair right. and have some sort of a disability. But there are a lot of them and they're always open. So if you go in and take five minutes to get your kids cleaned up, um, listen, my son's in a wheelchair. He 
doesn't mind if somebody's in there to do something like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm just telling you, don't be afraid of taking your kids in. Uh, that five minute cool off and everybody kind of being in there together where you're not trying to chase them around mm -hmm. in a sweaty hot bathroom and yeah. trying to make sure, it's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Just get your bearings and get ready to head out for the rest of the day. So, All right. So stay cool during the summer and we're going to take a break here and we'll be back to just close out the show. showdown and yeah it's been quite the crazy time for me and we're still getting crazier so yeah me and um, Roy, Roy and I get to make fun of Adam for a little while so anyway um I wanted to I want to announce this because it's it's more official now I'm still not solidifying so I have uh there's a guy I know who's actually traveling to China to check out some stuff well, he was there last, yeah, last summer or something like that. He's actually, he's gone. He's, he's in China by the time you guys hear this show. Um, he'll be there for four weeks, but he's actually going to take a trip out to Hong Kong. And he's going to try to get to Hong Kong Disneyland. So we'll see. Um, I gave him the recorder. We'll see what kind of audio he comes back with. He's going to take some pictures if he gets to go. Um, it, he's pretty certain he's going to make it. And now he's kind of like... He's doing work on the side, and then he's got a, taking recreation trips. Now he did a whole thing on um, uh, whatever you want to call it, the uh, Terracotta Warriors and all that last time. So he's not hitting that this time, but he's gonna try to hit Disney. I'm excited to hear about Disney Hong Kong, uh, just to see what's yeah. going on. Uh, if we do that and we get to that point, I'll probably do an interview with him on the show just to get some say, info. Why haven't we already done an interview with this guy? Well, he hasn't been there yet. Okay. So, but you said he was there last year, though. Not no, Disneyland, not Disneyland. But he was in Hong Kong. No, he was in China. Oh, pay attention. Well, Will you pay attention? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I wandered. I said Disney and Doug. Those companion yeah. bathrooms. Doug's yeah, like, so, yeah. I haven't got out of the bathroom yet. Oh. Um, <laughs> anyway. Did we end the show on this note? The last time we did a show with you, we were like, where have we ended up here with this show? In the anyway, toilet. I'm yeah. Sorry. yeah. <laughs> ended up in the toilet. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're there. Oh man. <laughs> um, yeah. So there you go. I hope. I hope. I hope we can bring you that. Uh, it's another another series of podcasts. We can we can reach out. We can talk a lot about more international travel in that in regard. Give you a little more pointers if you're interested, and give you some more info on outside of the United States because I think that it's kind of cool to to hear about what Disney has done around the world, not just inside the United States. You know, we have two parks here to compare, but man, it's amazing to me how many how different the other parks are as well that there is to oh, be able yeah. to Oh yeah. Tokyo Disney Sea. Yeah. Should we Disney... start down that road again? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So anyway, uh, other than that other than that, um, oh there's one one side note. It's a it's a local news. I don't know if you guys have been to Easton lately. They are building a new East garage. I am pretty pumped really? about this. The, the the right next to Macy's they've completely gutted the parking lot. They are now it's a huge trench and they are building a new East Garage. I'm pretty nice. pumped about that. I think the current East Garage is like 1,200 cars or something like that, and it's four levels. 
So I'm curious to see how this one's going to do. And it's right, right, like it butts right up against the uh, AMC theater. How it's got that facade that comes yeah. out on the outside, right? Yeah, which always reminds me of, well, no, no, not that side. Oh, anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's like a Apple Store side around there. And, yeah. You know, Macy's yeah. and okay. uh, um, Smith & Walensky's. Right yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of Disney back in there. Mm -hmm. It does yeah. remind me of the streets, man, mm -hmm. back in the Epcot. Mm -hmm. So again. I keep dragging us back to Disney. So, but yeah. Well, I'm serious though. That to me, Easton is our Disney Disney World here. You know, it's it's Columbus, Ohio, whatever. But it's really got they got some good stuff going on. That's there. for shopping and stuff. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's just nice to be able to go park in a garage and be close to the action, and you don't have to worry about uh, cold, whether what's cold or rainy or whatever. You're right there, and it's quick and easy. So anyway, just thought I'd share that with you guys. I know you guys probably will go in yeah. the near future so all right um yeah you have anything to say roy no you guys you guys are good yeah are good. Okay. well <laughs> we're, we're, i'm sorry we're waking roy up from his nap <laughs> oh goodness oh dear i'm, anyway. I'm glad to have you on the show, show roy <laughs> i'm glad that you could sit Thanks there and for... watch us roy during hey, the show i, I threw in some I know poignant you moments there yes you did I don't know what they are. You guys ever listen to these shows? You guys talk a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's why we're yep. doing a show. <laughs> <laughs> we finally decided. You know what, man? We've talked so we much that this, yeah, so. if we gotta do something here. Seriously, so. it started with that. Our wives won't listen to us. Yeah. Record. We're gonna do another show called These Amazing Ramblings. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway. We should close quickly. No, our wives won't listen oh. to it though. You're right. You're right. They won't. They don't. All right, all right. See you guys. Thanks for listening. Later. Have a great week. See ya. Bye. Help. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2012. Thanks for listening.